Welcome to the Women of Worth podcast. I am your host, Claire Feely, teacher turned mindset and confidence coach. Each week, I will be bringing you inspiring people, messages, and science backed strategies to help you reconnect with your worth. You are worthy because you were born. This podcast is all about empowering you to stop proving your worth and start being it because the only person that gets to decide your worth is you. So I want to give eight signs that you may have unhealed trauma. Again, total disclaimer, this is a podcast episode. You know, this is not meant to be a replacement for professional medical advice you know these are just from my own research from working with clients from my own experience this is not a diagnostic you know tick 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 checklist okay Claire said on a podcast that you know this means I've trauma so you know and the thing about it is everyone has trauma everyone Find me somebody who does not have some form of trauma. Yes, some people have less than others, you know, but trauma can even come from birth. If you had, you know, if your mother had a traumatic labor, traumatic birth, you're traumatized before you even come into the world. If your mother, you know, had a traumatic experience in pregnancy, that affected the development of your nervous system. So some of us are traumatized before we even get into the world, before we even take our first breath. But nobody goes through the game of life without some form of trauma. But here are signs that unhealed trauma is affecting your well-being. So the first sign is low self-worth. And this is especially true with childhood trauma. So before the age of eight, the front part of our brain, the neocortex, hasn't developed fully. And so we don't have the capacity for logic and reasoning. So anything bad that happens to us, we believe that it's because of us. And if we didn't feel seen, heard and valued in childhood, and this can be from your parents, your teachers, siblings, your peers in school, whatever, we don't reject the other person. And this is a survival mechanism. So we don't reject our parents. We don't reject our teacher. We reject ourselves. And this is where low self-esteem comes from because our brain has what's called a confirmation bias. So we develop these beliefs that we're not good enough, that we're not worthy, that, you know, we're worthless. And then we go through life confirming the belief. And What your brain does with anything that goes against those beliefs is it dismisses, ignores, or rejects it. So if you have the belief that you're not good enough and somebody says to you, oh, you're so funny, you'll reject that because it's like, oh, geez, no, I'm not. I'm not, you know, low self-worth is a sign of especially childhood trauma. Also, the intense fear of failure. So the second sign is the intense fear of failure. If you are afraid of not being the best at whatever, this is a sign of unhealed trauma where any small mistake or flaw or weakness makes you feel overwhelmed. And that's a sign of an overwhelmed nervous system that can't handle any type of stress. And again, it comes back to the original wound 
emotional and psychological wound of not being good enough. And when you make a mistake or you're overwhelmed or, you know, somebody criticizes you, that's like pouring vinegar on that wound. It's like walking around with an open wound on your arm. And anytime anybody touches off it, or if there's a strong gust of wind, and this is what unhealed wounds are like. It is like walking around with open and usually infected wounds. And we're trying to put bandages over them by numbing, distracting and avoiding, and it doesn't work. Interestingly, the fear of success is also a sign of unhealed trauma. And it is commonly associated with early abandonment or early childhood trauma. So with the fear of success, we sabotage before we even start or we go to, you know, catastrophize in worst case scenario. And fear of success really is just a fear of judgment and rejection. And it is if we experience that specifically early in childhood. But obviously, sometimes that rejection can come later in life, a bad breakup at 18 years of age. Number four is micromanaging. So planning everything to a T, stressing if things don't go to plan, you know, a need for control is a sign of unhealed helplessness. So if you need to control the people around you, need to control, you know, your day, everything, and if you go into panic when things don't go to plan, that's a sign that, you know, deep down, you feel helpless. You don't trust yourself and you don't trust the world. And it's just this constantly worrying about what, you know, what can go wrong. And that shows up as hypervigilance. You know, you might have one of these, you might have all of these. It's not a tick the box. This is not, it's just, I'm trying to help you increase your awareness so that you notice that this is coming from a dysregulated nervous system and not because you're a control freak, not because you're OCD, not because, you know, oh, you just love having everything neat and in a row. I once worked with a client who her to-do list was regularly 40 items long, 40. Like, you know, and that's what unhealed wounds pushes us into. Number five is an inability to celebrate positive change. And this is because our wounds, trauma, remember, is a wound, our wounds cause us to feel unworthy. So we're unable to celebrate positive change. And the best example that I can give you of that, and I hope that you can, you know, kind of see it in your own story, is when I moved to Abu Dhabi, and I've talked about this before, Um, When I moved to Abu Dhabi, I deep down, and I didn't know this at the time because it was deeply subconscious, I didn't feel worthy of this beautiful apartment. I was teaching in an amazing school. I was living by the beach. I didn't feel that I deserved that. And this is classic, trying to change the outside, trying to change your circumstances as a way of changing the inside. And I've learned the very hard way that it does not work. So if you struggle with like celebrating a job promotion or something positive happening, get curious about that. Number six is hurting yourself and others. And this is the obvious one, but I want to talk about how your wounds cause you to push away your loved ones 
Unhealed trauma causes you to isolate when you're struggling. It causes you to lose your temper, to react instead of respond. It's like that. The best example I can give you for this is the heat of the moment. So in the heat of the moment, you hurt another person or you hurt yourself. And it's like later on you're looking back and you're like, why did I say that? Or why did I do that? And that just adds to the shame and the guilt. That adds to the like, I'm a bad person. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of this person. I know the phrase hurt people, hurt people is used a lot. I think the more you can have compassion for yourself and others while still holding yourself and others accountable, but coming from a place of compassion rather than criticism. And a really good analogy for this is think of a rescue dog, you know, that people are trying to help them and trying to get them off the streets and rehomed into a loving, warm home. A lot of times we hurt the people who are helping us the most. And that I feel is, that's the hardest. I think we hurt the people who are trying to help us the most. And the people who have hurt us, they don't even see the half of it. They don't even get that. Number seven is an inability to ask for help. So I did a post about this on Instagram last week around hype independence. And this is something that I've had in the past, definitely, where, you know, the fear of judgment and rejection stopped me reaching out and asking for help. And I wasn't even aware of what this was until I started reading books around trauma. But just know that not asking for help is not a sign of strength and how good you are coping on your own. We all need help and support. We're not meant to do this journey alone. So know that not asking for help is not a sign of strength. It's actually a sign of not even weakness, but it's a sign of a fear of, you know, judgment and rejection. The last sign of unhealed trauma is the inability to concentrate and be present And when you're not able to focus or you're not able to be present, you overthink as a way of avoiding emotions. So remember I said about dissociation where we cut off from mainly our trunk and we don't feel it anymore because it's just too overwhelming. This is what pushes us to live from our head because it's easier to think about painful memories, the painful past, the fearful future than it is to feel and heal. And a huge part of healing is going from living in your head, which is the painful past, the fearful future, to living from your heart and living grounded in your body and in the present moment. And I promise you, it is a different way of living. I remember when I first started to really come out of survival mode and you know, feeling safe in myself, you know, feeling happy in myself. And I remember waking up one morning and I didn't get my usual wave of anxiety and panic and fear of what I had to do for the day. And I remember saying to my therapist, is this how other people wake up? Do other people wake up just, you know, feeling okay and feeling maybe even a little bit excited about the day? And that nearly brought up anger that like I was 33 
And this was not normal for me to be waking up without anxiety, without, you know, and like doom and gloom and without like having to force myself and use so much energy to just get through the day. Like, and I think part of our healing is the grief, the grief of going through your 20s and your early 30s without asking for support, you know, in survival mode, in hypervigilance. It is, but when you get past that grief and that anger and you live in your natural state of well-being and joy and happiness, oh my God, it is just a different way of living. And if I can overcome, you know, and the eight symptoms that I've mentioned there, (laughs) I take every one of them in some form or other. And if I can overcome it, I promise you, you can. I promise you, you are so much stronger than you think. As I said in the last episode, I originally recorded this in one sitting and I've split it into three episodes. But before I finish today's episode and leave you with that information and hopefully a bit more self-awareness, not around how unhealed trauma shows up in your own life, but maybe a difficult co-worker or a difficult family member or a difficult friend just know that when people are projecting their pain it's not about you and don't internalize it I teach my clients and I especially teach this inside master your mindset my group coaching course um observe don't absorb so observe other people projecting their pain, but do not absorb it and do not make it mean anything about you because it doesn't. If it is hysterical, it's hysterical, which means the bigger the reaction, the bigger the pain, the bigger the, the baggage from the past. So I hope those signs help you to protect yourself more and also to be more aware of how unhealed wounds are showing up for you. You are not broken. If like me, you, you know, I remember when I used to listen or read lists like this and think, oh my God, I'm so damaged. I'm so broken. I'm never going to be happy. I'm never going to be normal. You are not broken. You are wounded. And you were hurt by what has happened to you because you are human, not a robot. You know, if you had no feelings or you were a sociopath, you wouldn't be hurt by what had happened to you in the past. You are hurt because you have a heart and because you're human, not because you're weak or, you know, because you deserve to be treated like that. You didn't. What I want to say to you is allow trauma to be your teacher. Suffering is a school. Take the lessons. I wouldn't be who I am today if I had not experienced such hurt in my past. It has made me so much more compassionate. It has made me so much more empathetic. It has made me who I am. It's made me the coach that I am. Um, So start to see trauma as your teacher. Start to take the lessons and turn those lessons into blessings. Turn your wounds into wisdom and turn your pain into power. There is a phenomenon called post-traumatic growth. 
And research and studies show that more people experience, significantly more people experience post-traumatic growth than they do post-traumatic stress. So PTSD. It is not easy going in and processing the pain of your past. And I'll talk more about that in the next episode about sitting with your pain, sitting with your emotions, how to journal on it, because you are your own greatest healer. Nobody can feel your feelings for you. Nobody can go back and heal these wounds for you. Yes, you can get a guide with a therapist or a coach or a friend or a family member, but healing the past and healing the pain from the past comes from sitting with these wounds and allowing them to pass because the biggest effect that trauma has on us is it pushes us from our body to our brain. And when we're living from our mind, we are completely disconnected from our body. And when we're disconnected from our body, it's because there's too much pain there and we just want to avoid it. And when we live in our head, we're constantly thinking about the past and the future. And we're constantly looking at ways to avoid numb and distract because we're so afraid of sitting with our feelings. So it is not easy to go back and do the work, but oh my God, is it worth it. You will be so much healthier, so much happier and just so much freer to enjoy life. Holding on to trauma takes massive amounts of energy. It switches your brain into the survival and the limbic system. So the limbic system is your emotional brain. And this is when everything starts to feel like an emergency and everything starts to feel like a threat. So your neocortex, the newest part of our brain, the front part of our brain that deals with logic, reasoning, all of these higher order thinking skills, that goes offline and it makes it very hard to rationalize things. This is when we're hypervigilant. This is when we're hypersensitive. It's when we are taking everything personally. It's when we're going over the past and obsessing over the past or worrying about the future that's a sign of unhealed trauma. That's a sign that your unhealed wounds are seriously affecting your well-being and it's time to do the work. Stress hormones, when the part of your brain, the survival brain and your limbic system, when they've hijacked your brain, they release hormones like cortisol and adrenaline and that leads to constant fear, anxiety, anger, all of that. So it is worth doing the work to start to feel safe in your body again. Honestly, there is no greater feeling to be able to sit with yourself without any distraction, without your phone, without Netflix, without a drink, without food without needing to numb, avoid or distract, create a life that you don't need to escape from. And that's when life becomes amazing. It really, really is. Um, I hope that you got more of an understanding of how trauma shows up because I get asked this question a lot on social media. So I hope you have an understanding now and I really hope my biggest wish with with this episode is that you have more compassion for yourself and you've more compassion for others 
So instead of judging yourself and others by asking what's wrong with me or what's wrong with that person, start asking what happened. I wonder what happened to that woman to make her so hysterical or to make her so bitter. I wonder what happened to me to make me so hypervigilant, to make me so afraid. I'm going to leave the episode there and in the next episode I will go into how to become your own best healer. Sending you so much love, so much light and so much healing energy. You are much stronger than you think. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Women of Worth podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I did creating it. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to be the first to know when the next episode comes out. Let me know what you thought in the comments below and please share this episode because we are so much stronger together. Other women are not your competition. They are inspiration. They show us what is possible. The only person that gets to decide your worth is you. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next week.